right now from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey, Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. You're going to hear from us and a lot of other people this week on the Motor Mouse podcast right here in the News Journal in Daytona Beach, Florida, FLA. Mr. Kelly, how are you today? I'm good. I just took my heart pills. Oh, wow. Cool. That explains the pop in your step. Here. Yeah, that yeah. isn't a rattlesnake. Yeah, it's not a rattlesnake. Good uh, we're going to talk a little Michigan. We're going to talk about pace cars that wreck. Uh, trouble in turn one before they even get to turn one. I guess. Yep. Uh, Chase Elliott, you'll get that big time auto racing. What you'll get, promotions. We'll talk about uh, Chase Elliott in town to help promote the July race here at Daytona next month. Um, we might talk a little restrictor plates. We might talk a little Kyle Busch. We're going to hear from we're going to hear from uh, uh, Martin Truex. Dave Dave Blaney's boy Ryan. We're going to hear from Kevin Harvick, and uh, very fresh, right off the uh, right off the uh, reel to reel, little Chase Elliott from right here today in Daytona Beach, where he was at Embry Riddle University, almost live, almost live, and we'll start all of that right after this. What do you know? What, what do you, you know? know? Talk to me. Tell me what uh, what do you want to start with today, Mr. Kelly? Well, let's start with. Uh the, the freshest thing in the produce department, uh, rutabaga. <laughs> They're always they, you. They don't get soft. Yeah, but I think right now the freshest thing in the produce department is, okay. just, is uh, Georgia peanuts. They're good. Peaches yeah. are coming in the form, rounding in the form yep. too, so to speak. Yep. So uh, I'm a little fuzzy on the peaches, however. <laughs> I got a hundred. But up. Uh, yep. All right. So anyway. Uh, the reason we bring up our neighbor to the north, Georgia, mm. isn't that funny? Yeah, we say our neighbor to the north, Georgia. Yep. Yeah, not many people can say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we had Chase Elliott. Fact, I think here. we're the only people that can say that. <laughs> now that I go in my geography in my head, yes, I think we are the only people who can. Say well, that. Texas probably. No, well, the immediate north. We're the yeah. only people. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yep. All right. So anyway. Uh, Chase Elliott, yes, sir. Dawsonville, Georgia. Billy Clyde Elliott, yep. And uh, he was in town to promote the Coke Zero Sugar Four Hundred at now, Daytona. Look quick, I'll make this real quick. Speedway. Background: All the racetracks have a driver that are, that is assigned to each of their races. Or and, two, and a yeah, sometimes two. A month, well, the five Daytona Five Hundred gets more than one, but yeah. And a month or so out before the before the event, that driver is required to come to town, and they put him to work making the promotional rounds. And they usually try to come up with something clever that's a little unique. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're they're unable to, to just to try to bring attention to the race that's three or four weeks away and why because they want to sell tickets why because they don't want to see empty seats on television and that's why billy clyde elliott the third or junior whatever it was chase that's why he was so the folks at speedway took him to the nearby embry riddle aeronautical university today for a promotional outing and mr kelly uh, goblin kelly in fact you were there tell us well, what happened actually it's godwin p kelly the p silent yes, as you, in pool yeah um so anyway uh chase yes is a avid 80 aviator aviator yep 
Means he likes to fly, I believe. Yes. Yes. So he's got a uh, license to fly a private plane, like a dinky little doodle plane. Right. The kind we read about every now and then. And he also has a uh, license to fly a helicopter. Oh, we read about them every now and then, too. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyway, uh, the Speedway thought it was a perfect fit to send him over to Embry-Riddle, which... Aeronautical University. Yes. So... um, you know, during the 500, yes. an announcer, one of the turn announcers, mm-hmm. said uh, Emery Riddle, Aromic, Aromic University. Yeah, right? Yeah. Aromatic? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I miss that. So, uh, anyway, uh, he was here uh, touting the, uh, the value and the... Uh, the goodness of the four upcoming 400 on July 7th. Going to be on the 7th, yes. Yep, that's the, I think the first that's Saturday the of July. I think that's the latest they can run it. That is. If you're going to run it the first Saturday of July, the 7th is the latest. So um, he was here for maybe two hours at the, yeah. at the university. and uh, That's about how long you spent at the university, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, cumulative yeah. over yeah. time. Um, but I got him out of that two hours. I got him for more than ten minutes. Just well, lucky him. Me and me and Chase Billy Clyde. Yeah, and I told him right from the beginning, which there was a sense of relief in his face when I said, "I'm not going to bring up any of my Bill Elliott stories." Ah, so we'll just dive right in. Right, and he sees like, an old guy coming up to him. He assumes it's going to be a story yeah, about Daddy. Yeah, so I've uh, known. No. I I knew. You know, let's just. Cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> Woo mm. Ah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was good right. for you. Well, yeah. So anyway, first question: What would it mean? What would it mean for him to win at Daytona? Because his daddy, daddy, won the summer race two times. Yep, including that time where he had a lobster back. Yeah, where his cool suit quit pumping, quit cooling, and it was just pumping hot water through. Through his, uh, you know, extra layer that he had on, he yeah. got out of the car and looked like he looked like a lobster. Yeah, he yeah. actually had first degree burns. Yeah. So anyway, I asked Chase about, you know, following his daddy's footsteps. And After winning. saying you weren't going to talk about his daddy, you bring up. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't it's, give many that's of the a false boring premise right there. No, I didn't it? give many of the boring stories. Okay. I've got several boring. Shoo. Stories in his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is Chase after being asked about winning the summer race at Daytona. Okay. Here we go. At this point in my career, I'm not really in a position to be picky, but um, it'd be a great, great place to do it. I um, have really enjoyed racing down here, and I have a lot of memories of coming here to watch and things. And um, you know, Dad has had a success, a lot of success at a lot of places. So you know, it'd be, um, you know, it'd be a great place. You know, like I said, it, uh, it's been fun to come here, and you know, the, just the racetrack and how special it is, and the history and things it does make it cool um you know obviously his success to me ups that in my opinion you know it'd be um it'd be pretty neat all right that was chase and we're gonna hear from chase again yes on what topic okay the topic is uh chevrolet they've had a poor uh beginning to the season they've only had one win out of 14 races so i asked chase about the second half of the season which uh he said you know if you go by history History says that these guys, the manufacturers that start slow, 
generally catch up by the end of the season and mid-season. So I asked him about Chevrolet, their woes, and the outlook. All right. I think it just kind of depends. You know, I feel like we made some gains at, at Charlotte. Um, I thought that those gains showed back up again at Pocono. I thought we had our best race of the year at Pocono. Um, best race I've had since probably last fall, just from a speed perspective and ability to move forward and move through the field um, after being having a few setbacks, which is which to me shows the strength. And, you know, when you do have a setback, how quickly do you recover or do you recover? And I felt like that we did this past weekend and and that to me showed more strength than than i've seen all year um will that show up again this weekend or next weekend or in two or three weeks from now i don't know um but i do know the past two weeks have been better um and i hope that i hope that continues to man all i can do is hope you know and i think that i do think the improvements that we found will will be better to what extent i'm not sure all right, that was Chase Elliott. Uh, let's talk. Uh, one of the places his daddy, Bill, was really good at was Michigan International Speedway, which is where the Cup Boys, where NASCAR goes this week. Uh, that has traditionally over the years been kind of a calm and cool and oftentimes a fuel mileage track. Uh, is that Does that hold true, Mr. Know-it-all, or are we going to possibly see something a little different this time around? Well, and will it be Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick or Martin Truex who wins this week? Well, uh the answer to that question is uh, uh, Michigan is the widest track on the circuit. Yes. I mean, they have like six lanes of traffic. Sure. It's, incredible. Yeah, it's like a modern interstate. Yeah. And then uh, also it's the fastest. Did you know it was the fastest track? I, I heard tell. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. They, they yes. They go well Until over Until they start 200. slapping the plates on them there. Yeah. When they slap the plates on them there. I could outrun them. They go well over 200 uh, yep. before they reach those. Yes, and they have to get on the binders a bit. Get on the, the binders to get through the turns, yeah. but uh, they go well over 200 miles Faster an hour. Faster than they go at Indy. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's crazy. That's just crazy talk. Yeah. So, so uh, my pick would be, um, even though Chevrolet hasn't shown. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Larson's won the last three races there. Yeah. So I have to. I have, I think the good times get better for Kyle Larson. I think uh, he's going to win that. Speaking thing. of Kyle, do we have a Kyle clip? Well, it's funny. We have a funny little clip. Oh, yeah. And uh, so this was from uh, Pocono. Pocono. Yep. And uh, it just so happened that Kyle Larson and Kyle Bush finished second and third. Yeah. And they were brought into the media center together, and this is what transpired. Okay. Here we go. All right. We'll open up to questions for Kyle and Kyle. We'll start with Kyle, and then we'll go to Zach. Guys, way too many Kyles. <laughs> Kyle's one of them trendy names that uh, I think in the 90s it was big. You saw a lot of Kyles, a lot of TJs uh, and DJs, you know? Kyle. Yeah. Emily. Uh, there's, 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 Mason has become a new trendy name. Uh, but there's a 10-year difference between Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson. Well, it was a trendy eight name years, for a long time. Eight years. Don't see me old Kyles. Yeah. There's Kyle Field, where Texas A&M plays. Yeah. Yeah, there's just not a lot of old Kyles. And you never see any new Georges or Ruths or anything like that. It's odd. And some of these old names, like Mason, for instance, some of these old names, uh, Emily even, uh, have become – so old they're new again that they're they're kind of rotating around so can i, we'll can see. I tell you a secret 
Tell me a secret. I lobbied really hard to have my second daughter named Walker. I okay. just thought that was a neat name. Yeah, that's different. Walker. D- different. Don't know if it's a man or a woman. Yeah. Walker. Could be a Texas Ranger. And just think when you're getting mad at her, you go, Walker! Yeah. yeah it's a good angry. How about Hogan? Hogan! <laughs> <laughs> I want to go with Hogan. Hey. Okay, uh, so. Martin Truex, anyway, we're going to hear from next. Yeah. Right? Um, he's red hot. He's won one in a row. Yeah, but he's won two this year. Yep. And um, the thing about it is that Pocono. Yep. Uh, the two of the guys that everybody's saying it's a two-man race well they finished uh, second and fourth so you got your kyle bush yep. and you got your kevin harbrick who's yep. won five times that sounds right yep yep and the all-star race yep okay so truex beat them head to head at yes. pocono and so somebody asked him he goes if this is a three-man race not a two-man race this was his response um, I think if you look at our season as a whole, um, you look at the amount of spots we've lost on pit road. Uh, we had four weekends where, you know, obviously we finished really bad poorly. You know, we had two blown tires and got caught in two wrecks four weeks in a row, which really hurt us and set us back momentum wise, but more so points wise. Um, besides them four races, we've been top five all but once. Um, you know, so if you look at that, it's like, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> And the things that we've had to battle back from to keep finishing in the top five, it's hard to do. Um, you know, we've passed 91. We had 91 quality passes at Charlotte. It was way more than anybody else had to finish second. In the last run of the race, we were the fastest car on the racetrack. So we've had more battles this year. We've had more adversity. Um, last year, I felt like things just – it was almost like we couldn't do anything wrong. Um, this year we've had a we've had to really work a lot harder for it, but I feel like we're still right there. And today was a perfect example. You know, we went up there in one stage one because we qualified well and had a good car in the long runs, um, and we put ourselves in position to win, even though we had to come from 14th in stage two. Uh, but at the end of the day, things went our way. You know, we had that caution. Some guys decided to pit. We decided to stay out, and it played into our hands because our car was good on long runs. It was good on older tires. Most importantly, it was good on scuffs, which we found out yesterday in practice. So sometimes you uh, you can have the best of everything, and if things don't go your way, it's impossible. Um, today, you know, we did all the little things right and, and had a little bit of luck on our side as well, and that's what it takes at this level. Thank you, Mr. Truex, and that'll wrap up uh, What Do You Know, and we'll be right back. As threatened, right back, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. You'll get that big-time auto racing, which is kind of a uh, – that, that, it's a lie, actually. This is something you don't get very often in big-time auto racing. Uh, 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 the pace car stuffing it into the wall. Uh, you want to explain uh, real quick what happened, and then I'll read the, the uh, ensuing statement from Chev- Chevrolet, and then we'll move along. All right. So uh, this had nothing to do with NASCAR. Um, the way I snuck it onto the NASCAR This Week page. Yeah, do you NASCAR get- This Week, by the way. Should be in your newspaper every week. If and, you if you, and if it's not... Try to find out why. Yeah, call the uh, call your sports local sports. It's not going to cost your local paper a whole lot of money. Yeah, call your local sports editor and say, "Where's my NASCAR this week? I okay. want my NASCAR this week." Anyway, pace car. Oh, pace car. So anyway, um, I said in NASCAR this week that NASCAR's had few, if any, uh, pace car incidents. Right. 
Okay, and then that, the famous theft at Talladega. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So then uh, I went from there. I segued into IndyCar series. Mm-hmm. And their uh, street race at Belle Isle, which is outside Canada, of, right? No, it's outside of Detroit. Well, that's Canada. Yeah. Canada's outside of Detroit. <laughs> not, not far, is it? And they don't have a professional uh, pace car driver there. They use a GM executive. How'd that work out? <laughs> that's, brilliant cost, that's a brilliant cost-saving yeah. move. How did that go? So he was in a very high-powered Camaro. Yes. And uh, there was a caution, so they caution? they were uh, you know, Larry the, Mack making a cameo here. The field was uh, following the pace car, right? Which is what they do. Yep. And uh, actually, this must have been before the race even started because they Parade had the two seater. They had the two seater. Yeah. Mario. They put yeah. Mario in this specially built Indy car that's got a rear seat. Yep. And they take somebody a muck a muckety muck of some sort. Yeah. And so anyway, but it was this. They had two races that weekend. There was a race sure. Saturday, race Sunday. This was the second race, and uh, so there was this blind turn, and apparently the the guy, his name is Mark Roos, R E U S S. Could be Royce. There was a pitcher Royce. named Jerry Royce who spelled it that way. Okay, so Mark Royce was driving the uh, high powered uh, Camaro. It's Royce now, I guess. Yeah. At least in our pod. And uh, he rolled that. Rolls voice was on a roll. Yes, all right. He was on a roll. So he, there was a blind turn, and I guess he came up on the uh, mm-hmm. the two-seater IndyCar yeah. yeah. and overreacted, and the thing went right into the wall. Uh, I mean, it did a 90-degree turn. If you haven't seen video of it, look it up. It's yeah. easy to find. It's interesting. Yeah. You know, you don't get that. Uh, you don't get that in big time auto racing. <laughs> and Chevrolet but, was a bit red faced, were they not? Yeah, they were very they were red faced. Uh, they were a little red faced because that that pace car is there largely for promotional purposes. Right. It's serving a function. Granted, it is if, serving if, a function. If only we had a statement from Chevrolet. Oh, look what I have in my hand. Oh. No, the other hand. Okay. Okay. Statement from Chevrolet about the pace car incident at the Grand Prix in Detroit. <laughs> they probably say Detroit, but we're in the NASCAR pod, so it's Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. And, uh, here, oh, you want to hear it? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we are thankful that there were no serious injuries. Both the pace car driver and the series official. Wait, he had a passenger? There's two Good Lord. Car, yeah. Both the pace car driver and the series official were taken to the infield care center, where they were ridiculed, laughed at, and humiliated. <laughs> oh, no. Where they were checked, cleared, and released. It is unfortunate, yet hilarious, that this incident happened. Guess what part I inserted. Uh, Many factors contributed, including weather and track conditions. Yes, it was seasonably warm, and the track was as wide as an airfield. The car's safety systems performed as expected. Well, yes, they crumpled. <laughs> it crumpled like a croissant. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, well, we can laugh because no one was. There were no serious injuries. <laughs> can you imagine they go in, they take them into the infield care center, and the attending physician says, What, uh, what, what, you, what, what, you, headache? What are you, what are you here for? Well, they, they wrecked the pace car. What? <laughs> we, we have not been trained to treat pace car drivers. What is going on here? Anyway, uh, again, we laugh because. 
There were no serious injuries. <laughs> Woo. You know, there's uh, there's another incident uh, a week prior to this. Yep. Uh, it was uh, that boy Blaney in the number 12 car. Yeah. He was running the 600. Yeah. And he lost a cylinder mm-hmm. in his Ford. And they told him just, you know, run it out until it it gives up. You know, just keep running until you just get as many laps as you can. Well, that was kind of bad advice because <laughs> the car caught fire. Oh, so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was the worst car fire we've seen this year. I mean, the yeah. whole the whole car was engulfed. Not engulfed. Engulfed. I know. We say that every time. <laughs> engulfed is a different, every, is a different thing. Every time. Yes. Every time. All so right. anyway, um, he uh, when they got to Pocono before the race at Pocono, yeah. the media had um, some time with him. Blaney, mm-hmm. yeah. and so they uh, asked him about the car fire. Uh, do I smell a Bl- Ryan Blaney clip coming yes, right here? Right now. Okay, here he is. Um, I don't know. You don't really just try to get stopped. Can't see nothing, but uh, you try to get stopped as quick as you can and get out of the thing. They're like, did you pull the pin? I'm like, dude, I was trying to get out of it. I don't, I don't look for the pin. I couldn't see it regardless. So I smelled like smoke for the next two days, though. Well, who hasn't smelled like smoke for a couple of days? Every yeah. Now I tell you what, I would be in one car fire. That would probably be it. And assuming I got out okay, uh, I think that would be it would be time to uh, looking look for other work. I'm not crazy about fire. No. No. Rain, fire and rain, I'll take rain. I will take, uh, you know, ever since 98 when yeah. we had the fires here. Yeah, 20th we, anniversary coming up. Yeah, and uh, Flagler County, where I live, was yep. evacuated. Yep. We were under a mandatory evacuation from yep. Flagler County. That's how bad it was here. Yeah. So uh, You're like a hero. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> wait, right. wait, wait, wait. We got one more here. Uh, we can do it on the green white checkers. No, okay. Okay, we're gonna okay. Do, we're gonna take a break, and uh, green white checkers is next. We're gonna we're gonna hear from Kevin Harvick. We're gonna uh, play nah. birthday game, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, we'll think of something else to close. We'll yeah, close out on a big finish. Yeah. There's one one more thing. We'll be right back. Green white checkers. Okay, uh, let me let me take it from here. Okay. All right. So uh, we have a new thing that we're doing. Oh, we're going to start it with that. Yeah. Okay. So on Twitter, you can ask Ken Willis any question using the hashtag Hey Willie hashtag Hey Willie on Twitter. We got a question this week. Okay. So uh, we have a new prompt for this. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And it's uh, I'll let the, the producer cue it up. Okay. Do we have any questions upstairs in the press box? I like that. Yeah. All right. All right. So here's a question yes. for it's Hey Willie. Hold on. Let me get ready. All right. I'm ready. All right. And this is from Mitch. Mitch. On the Twitter. On the Twitters. Yes. He goes. Mitch is a name you don't see anymore either, by the way. There's a lot of older people, middle-aged and older people running around named Mitch, but you don't see kids. Wasn't there some guy that played music called Mitch? Mitch, yeah. Sing along with Mitch. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, getting back on topic here. (laughs) The question is... Mitch Miller, by the way. At Hey Willie and Jay. Was that... No, that wasn't the question. No. (laughs) Okay. The question is for at Hey Willie and Jay, which is your Twitter handle. Yes, sir. With Pocono and now three road races on the NASCAR schedule, 
Do you see them going to a five or six speed gearbox? Wow. Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. Uh, it was, I was uh, driving down the road and I said, boy, if I had a six speed gearbox, how much better life would be? Uh, the answer to that question is yes, I do. Does that just screw up your whole segment? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Think about it, though. They got three road courses. What do they just go basic four speed? Yeah. Four speed. yeah. Would they want to go more? Could they? No. I think the. Do you think that it makes it? Uh, it makes the race eventual race winner is more dependent on the driver's talent. Is a driver's talent and skill shown off more with a four speed or a five or six speed? Do you think it's I think four speed because I think you need to sometimes you're betwixt and between second gear, first gear, what's better, what's worse. And it kind of then you factor in where you're going to where your braking points are, uh, your exit points, how you approach a corner. And I think that if you start adding like a six speed gearbox, then you've got it gives the driver more easy options. Give a driver more options, I think, then you put it more in the driver's hands. But I think by doing that, you're giving him more easy options. It's like in golf back in Seve Ballesteros Day. He would hit these amazing recovery shots and sometimes these big, high, flopping wedges over bunkers to a tight pin. And he didn't have these 62-degree wedges that they had today. He was doing it with a 52-degree wedge or a 48-degree wedge. Um he didn't have the equipment they have today. So I think you keep it a little rudimentary, a little uh, raw, a little uh, harder, and, and you've got to figure it out. And I think by giving them too many easy options, say with a six-speed gearbox, I think you're making it easier. But you might be putting more options into the driver's hands, and that might be a better thing overall. But I think I'm not usually – I don't always say let's stick with the old ways, but in this case I say stick with the old ways. How's that for expanding on an answer? Wow. Yes. See, and that's what you get when you ask, hey, Willie. How did I sound, hey, by Willie. the way? Did I sound like a new – You sounded very intelligent. Oof, man. That explains why I'm sweating. <laughs> I broke out a cold sweat <laughs> Uh, don't say anything dumb. Don't say anything dumb. <laughs> well, it should be noted that Bubba Wallace at Pocono, you know, yeah. they shift at Pocono. Yes. All odd, right. but yes. So he was shifting. It's If you're used to the classic H shifting, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he had it in third, and yeah. instead of going to fourth, yeah. he went to second. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> no shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that How'd thing. that work out? Yeah, that thing, uh, it, he, you know what he said? He said it screamed, she screamed pretty loud for a second, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Busch has 92 Busch Series wins now. Busch, Nationwide, Xfinity, whatever. Uh, him getting to 100 Busch Series wins, how big a feat will that be when that happens? Well, it's triple A. Yeah. So, that's but if somebody else could have done. I mean, remember when Mark Martin got the forty, and then he passed it. He passed Jack Ingram or Sam Hart or somebody. Yeah, but the Bush series only started in the mid eighties. So. I understand that, but yeah. when Mark Martin got the like forty wins and and, and then and beyond, everybody thought that was amazing. I mean, this is ninety two wins. This is Wayne Gretzky stuff. How he's the the way he's rolling up the numbers. You know. By the way, he's got fifty truck wins, forty seven cup wins. So he is he is quickly approaching the king's 200 overall wins of course his 200 overall wins were all in the cup series didn't we didn't we uh add in another win for him for the king yeah was it a convertible race maybe 
Yeah. We, I, I don't remember if we did or not. But, yeah. Yeah. So I think he's got. You want to throw in some of them drag racing wins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd prefer not to talk about drag yeah. racing. But he probably won a couple. We can throw them in. Well, anyway, um, it's still, it really is amazing. Yeah. That, uh, you know, obviously, every time he gets into a truck race, he pretty much wins it. Yeah. I mean, that's a given almost now. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think it's, you know, there's mixed opinions on whether those guys should run in the lower series. But the track promoters, they then the tracks want it because they need to have the names there on yeah. Saturdays. Yeah. So Friday night and Saturday, they, they need to have the names there. So that helps. And it's not like, I mean, no, nothing, nobody was stopping Matt Kenseth from running that many uh, truck and, and bush races. Nobody's stopping Kevin Harvick. Nobody's stopping, you know, they do it uh, partly or largely, depending on the driver, for uh, business reasons. They go down and do that for sponsor relations and whatnot. And, yeah, it puts a little more money in the pocket. If you a big-time cup racer and you go race six bush races for Coke or Pepsi or Doritos or whatever, that's more money you're, put, you're banking away. So, anyway. I don't know. I, I, it doesn't matter how we feel about it. It's going to continue, and I'm not saying it shouldn't. And we're going to play the birthday game. You ready? <laughs> how about that? Well, we went right into that. Didn't yeah, we? I, I think we're ready to play, and uh, we got to end this thing. I got to. I got to get on the road here shortly. Uh, it's a week week for birthdays. It was not the best week ever, but we got some good boys in here though. Okay, it may not be a big name week, but we got some good boys. Yeah. Uh, well. Thursday, Robbie Loomis, longtime crew chief. Not sure what Robbie's up to today. I'd like to know. I miss him. I miss seeing him around the track. Robbie. Yep. He was listening. with Petty Enterprises there for a long time, and then he he got one of Jeff Gordon's championships as a crew His chief when he went over one. to Hendrick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening, Robbie... Let us know what you're up to, boy. Uh, get a hold of us on the Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Let us know what you're doing. We'd love to hear from you. All right. How old is... And, and Goblin's going to tell you how old you are. By ha- happy birthday. On Thursday. On Thursday. Um, double nickels, 55. Dang, you're pretty good. 54. Yeah. I would have thought maybe you'd have missed a little more on that one. All right, also Thursday, current crew chief for Mr. Harvick, Rodney Childers. Rodney's a pretty young guy. Well, you tell me how young he is. 39. 42. Ah. That's awful. I, I thought he was... Well, hey, look, I, there's a black cat. It's great. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to rain for a month. Oh, wait a minute. Just to, All right, uh, here's one uh, next Monday. A pipsqueak. Just a little kid. John Hunter Nemechek next Monday. Nemechek? Yep. Hmm... Finish on a finish on a flurry here because that was the last one. Twenty, pretty good. Twenty one. Okay. All right. Uh, give out the little closing tidbits that we need to tell everybody. Okay, so we... you can find us on the Twitter machine. I'm at Godwin Kelly. Ken Willis is at Ken Willis. Nope. No. Ken <laughs> Willis is at Hey Willie NJ. Why am I yawning? And if you want Ken Willis to answer a question about love relationships. NASCAR, IndyCar, recipes, uh, types of horses. Gearboxes. Gearboxes, a- anything. Uh, how to fertilize your lawn. Um, you can get on the Twitter and hashtag Hey Willie, and he'll answer any question that's posed. Just please make even it. Even some that aren't. Please make it family friendly. No, that's all we come have. on now. Sort of family friendly. I guess we could clean it up in here. Adam's family. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got. All right. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.